just listen to Esther say positive and fun. It's Esther Club. Hello, and welcome to Esther Club. Today, I'm in a log cabin, and we have a return guest. Is he a loved guest? I don't know about that. Is he a hated guest? That could be. Welcome to the show. What? What kind of a welcome is this? <laughs> welcome to the show, Mr. David King. You're fidgeting around too much. I don't have high quality sound. I can't really afford the fidgeting. Welcome to the show, Dave King. What? Thank you for having me. Thanks for being here. Um, today we're in a log cabin in Idlewild. We're trapped. I'm stuck here. So I figured. What? What? You make it sound like there's like four feet of snow outside. And we can, no. Which does happen here. But I, you know, I'm not in L.A. and I don't have access to my circle, my mm. inner circle, my outer circle. So today we just have Dave here. What a disappointment for everyone. I'm sorry. No, 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 no. I'm not the only one here. Donatelle Ponzu, our child, is here. Now, Dave, I just want to get this out in the open. Yeah. The last time you were on the show. Yeah, what what was wrong? You were people have had feedback that you were a little too mean. Now look, can Dave be judgy? Absolutely. Yeah, he can be. Was he probably just trying to be funny? Yeah. Was it not funny? Probably not. He's sometimes sometimes he's not funny. And that's hard for him to hear right now live on camera. But he's handling it. <laughs> what? Uh, yeah, I was too mean. I thought that was part of what he, I thought. It is part of what we're going for. What you wanted me to do is to be kind of mean to you. And I yeah. guess I misunderstood my role. No, look, the guest, I do tell the guest, look, I'm going to do my thing. You kind of interject, yeah. poke me, pick me. So you were doing your thing, but for some reason, it just the dynamic wasn't quite there. That's okay. There's something wrong with that. We're giving you another try. Um Thank you. When I was much younger, my dad taught me a very, very important lesson, which has has really um, rang true in my comedy career, which he said, sometimes someone will be mean to you and you'll think about it and you'll realize that they were just trying to be funny. It wasn't funny, but that's they were trying to be funny. Yeah, they weren't trying to hurt you. Sure. So I've really worn that lesson well, you know, I, I always think about that when someone's upset me. Um, but I didn't upset you, did I? No, you didn't yeah. upset me. But but I'm just kind of sharing that lesson with the listeners. Because they're, they're my family. Sure. Now, you were recently in a poker game and you were recognized by an Esther Club fan. That was wild. Tell us about that. I play poker online with friends and someone's cousin was playing. It's a home game that has gone online now because of COVID. Mm -hmm. And someone's cousin was playing in the game for the first time. And they were like, wait a second. Hi, someone's cousin. They were, they were like Thank you. a regular player's cousin. They were like, wait a second. Are you uh, with Esther? I forget exactly what phrase they use dating or whatever. And I was like, are we dating? Would you say? Yeah, we're dating. Okay, good. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, yeah, she's downstairs. What? And he was like... She's oh. in her basement. <laughs> he was like, oh, man, I'm a big fan. Like, I watch Esther Club and everything. And I was like, I don't even watch Esther Club. What is going on? And he on? said that in front of your poker friends? Yeah. Yes. And My goal is to just infiltrate that poker game. 
Can I tell you? I'm going to tell you Damn. something right okay. now. Yeah. Go ahead. I'm going to give you a confession. Yeah. I, for a while, because it's COVID, it's never going to happen. But I have for several years now had a plan in the back of my head. Oh, no. About your poker game. I've, I've, no, even, what? What I wanted to do was around Halloween time, uh-huh. go to your poker game in a Halloween costume uh-huh. with a friend uh-huh. and have no one really know who we were. Just kind of hang out. Have you not have any idea it was me mm-hmm. and just observe you at your poker game. What do you mean observe me? Like look through the window? No, like be in the poker game. Oh, Because I know sometimes you've said that randoms will show up. They're not ran- like it's not like actual random people show up like friends of people who are in the game. So someone would have to be like, hey, my friend. Oh, actually, that's what it was, is I was going to go with someone who was associated with your poker crew. Uh-huh. And like they would not they, you could recognize them and they'd be like, this is my friend. In that, the costume. Okay. that was the plan. And I have a couple people in mind. I'm not going to call them out, I, but right. I have some associates who are close enough to your poker circle. You mean they're in the game? No, 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 no. They're not in the game. They're, um, okay. they circle the game, you know? All right. I think I know what you mean with them. So that was a big plan of mine. Wow. That's a great plan. And it never happened? No. So let's get to the full body scan. We didn't do it the last couple of weeks. Let's do it today. You didn't? No, we always do it, but we didn't do it last few weeks. Yeah. Okay. So head is feeling totally fine. So you're already... I'm sorry. I don't want to interrupt. What? I just feel like you're you're not giving it the proper time and attention. Okay. You know, now that I think about it, there is a pressingness in the middle of the forehead. Going down. um, What does that mean, pressingness? Like, does it feel like someone's pressing from the inside out? Yes. No, no. Pressing inward. An inward pressing, not out. Inward press. So, um... There's a little bit of a drizzle coming from my nose as my allergies are quite bad here in Idlewild, which you think is a bad thing. But for me, it's actually a good thing because it shows me that my allergies aren't only bad in L.A. So I'm not going to just move out of L.A. and solve all my problems. Are my allergies as bad in my parents' basement? They're not, but they're bad here. So a little drizzle in the nose going down. My neck feels relaxed. It, I'm sorry. I'm um, just to follow up. Is the drizzle like falling back into your throat or no. do you feel like it's about to come out your nostrils? No, front, front, front drizzle. Interesting. So then you go back Look and this baby. donut is here for the audio listeners. You should really check this out on YouTube for donut quality donut content donut had her first puppuccino yesterday that was amazing oh i posted on instagram but she Ooh. i've never seen her tongue that little tongue move so fast for that whipped cream i need to find out if there's whipped cream specifically made for dogs because then donut can have a puppuccino every morning so going back to the full body scan um no real tightness no real just chest and stomach good hips Hips are not tight in this moment, but it's a struggle. It's a continual struggle. And the lower back pain is a new thing. That's new. Yeah, that's been going on a lot for you. The last two weeks, lower back pain is new. And welcome to the family, lower back pain. Neck pain, better. Lower back pain, welcome. 
So I think that's a full body scan. Um, I'm a little warm. Okay. Um, next we're going to, what? Oh my God, I'm going to sneeze. Oh my God. Oh my God, I'm going to sneeze. Go ahead. I'll take it over from here. Next up, we're going to do, bless you, anti-sadness. 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 Okay. My anti-sadness this week is to, if you, and if you don't know anti-sadness, what are you going to do this week to not be sad? Um, mine is to get up and do the thing. So that means, let's say you're sitting there, you're like, I really don't want to do the dishes. I really don't want to walk. I don't want to do the arm workout, whatever it is. I'm just going to get up and do it. Anti-sadness, get up and do the thing. What's yours? Um, did we talk about declarative sentences, that kind of thing? No. Can't remember if we did or not last time. I find this is for me is like a good anti-anxiety thing. So I'm going to count it as anti-sadness because okay. it helps. Is I'll if, allow that. Thank you so much. It works for anti-sadness too. If I find myself like sort of spinning or spiraling or anxious or sad, a thing that's like sort of a kind of like not meditative without getting too deep into it thing is you just like look around and just say declarative sentence, very simple sentences about the world around you and how you feel actually kind of related to like a full body scan. So for example, right now I could just say like, I'm sitting on a black leather couch. I'm wearing comfortable jeans. The, the sun is shining. I can smell the faint smell of like last night's fire that we had, like that kind of thing. And it just sort of like resets you a little bit. If you just sort of force yourself to say things that have like no sort of judgment or like pure sensory senses. Does that make sense? Yeah. And what does that do for you? Well, it just sort of like helps you breathe and relax. And like, usually you'll like kind of, or not, maybe not usually, but like if you can, you can try to like guide yourself to some sense of like beauty or contentness or, or just like beauty, like makeup. Well, it could be. You might, maybe. I mean, some people find beauty in things other than makeup. Uh, what? <laughs> like what, grass? Yeah, like grass. I, it's interesting you say you smell the fire from last night. I actually don't, but I that was like a hypothetical. Example. Okay, because I was going to say, I just want you to know that last night's fire that you tried, it just really just destroyed my nasal passages. Just absolutely destructive behavior that you did wife what's so funny it's funny <laughs> you just you destroy my it. body my breathing all right but good job no i thank you for sharing that tip i think my listeners will be really um appreciative Don't sell it okay just move on okay. that's fine next we're gonna move on to the taste of the week oh this taste of the week is huge it's this is headline news it's a big deal it's something that i have made pretty much consistently every day for about eight days in a row it's a new lunch much like when you hear back in the day the cast of friends every day all the women of the cast of friends would get together and they'd every day they'd eat a chicken salad this is just like that this is just like that. This is my version of that. It's a vegan BLT. And it is, I'm going to use the F word, it's fucking delicious. 
It's satisfying. It's not too bad for you. It's not too good for you. It's absolutely perfect. And what it is is just bread, vegan A's on both sides of the, on both breads. Uh, iceberg lettuce, preferably, but you could do butter lettuce. Tomato slices. I use a vegan bacon, which I don't know the brand off the top of my head because I don't have it with me here in Idlewild, but I get it at Whole Foods. And this meal is crunchy. It's sweet. It's fucking satisfying. It's so good. Dave, you had one. It's good. You make it good. You make it good. Although I do think your tomato slices are too thick. That's, that's, that's the thing. No, 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 no. That's on purpose. You think that it's interesting to you. The tomato is the star. The tomato is like the meat of the sandwich to you. Well, when you get like a thick tomato, you really taste it. It's like almost like yeah. steak-like. It's just really beefing up that sandwich. That's so interesting. The thin tomato, it has its place for sure, but not here. Have you ever had potbelly sandwiches? Huh. Do you know there are super thin pickles slices in the sandwich? Oh, I'm not sure I remember. That's, that's the, I'm just thinking of that right now. And that is just the best. It's so good. Super, super thin pickle. Anyway. That would be maybe good the BLT. But you got to keep the BLT simple so you always know the exact ingredients to have on hand. You get your loaf of bread. You make, it just, it's so simple. Now, today you put um, vegan provolone on there. I did. I had vegan provolone on there. Um, just kind of switch it up. I don't, you don't need that at all. When I get back yeah. home, that's because I'm on vacation. When I get back home, I won't be doing that. Don't know, there's a little angel back there. Okay, so that's a taste of the week. Do you have a taste of the week that comes to mind? Um, those cannelays are really good. That's because they're like, it comes to mind because they're like one bite, little small cannelays. Where do we get them? Erewhon? Yeah, but can you explain what a cannelay is? Because I didn't know what it was till I met sure you. I'm sure I know what it is. It's like a little French yeah, pastry. It's a dessert, Custardy. But, yeah. Uh, it's, it's a baked good, but like, it has a custard taste. Yeah. There's no custard in it. Yeah, it's really good. Eggy, kind of sweet. It's a little like... I like them when they have a little burn, a little char on it's the not, outside almost. It's not vegan. I don't eat them, no. but I get them for Dave no. and I can tell that they look really good. Yeah, they're really good. Um, I did not know what those were back in the Skokie days. I didn't, you know, I didn't know so many food things till I started dating you. Yeah, I believe that. I never really knew about sushi. I. But well, you knew that it existed. Yeah, but I didn't know, no joke. I didn't really understand that there was higher tiers of food than chipotle like what chip to me i know it's not, i know i understand this is gonna sound so crazy no one's gonna believe me chipotle to me was the best meal i could get and i didn't really know i thought it was like here's what it is i thought it was like chipotle or steakhouse and i never liked a steakhouse so to me a nice restaurant was steakhouse i didn't understand like you know what about like there's like nice Italian places and stuff in Chicago that we went to with your family. I don't know. Well, certainly was, my yeah my life in LA. I didn't like go out to a nice Italian dinner, but you know I didn't really as a single girl actress right. like you don't like do that. You know or go to M Cafe to get like vegan right burger and kale whatever. But. Hmm. I, well, I'm glad you're eating good stuff now. I think we have a, a little My Fair Lady. Ugh. <laughs> it's like all problematic. but Why? Sure. Well, it's like. I, Speak. 
<laughs> Boring. Okay. No, what? Like, it's not a great. I don't think like describing our relationship as like the uncultured girl and the like, uh, you know, elitist man who like showed her the ways of the world is that what we want to say? Why? Because it makes me sound like a jerk, and it's not really true. Because mm. I'm not like a. It's not like I'm a like white shoes like fancy pants. Man. No. Like, I'm a t-shirt and sandwich guy. It is weird, because you actually grew up very similar. You grew up in a suburb of Boston, but you did not grow up in a higher financial upbringing than me. You know, you're not from a wealthy family, but you almost, like, seem like you are, but you're not. Which I kind of feel like I got tricked, if I'm being honest. Tricked? In what way? You (laughs) thought I was from a wealthy family? A little bit. I was and like, now, certainly is a good shot. And now you're disappointed that I'm not. I mean, also, no, I'm glad you're not because I don't think I, I could. I didn't grow up poor. No, but you're middle class. But you have kind of a wealthy attitude. I'm sorry. I'm just kidding. I mean, it's a joke. I'm just, it's a joke. Well, my family put a high priority on things like travel and education and culture. Mm-hmm. And if that sounds obnoxious, then so be it. Was travel like what to Disney World or? It was like the Southwest National Parks. France was a huge trip for us. Really cool. I feel like my parents wish you were their son, mm-hmm. and they almost like feel like you are their son, and they're almost reaping the benefits of the efforts your parents put in. I think that there's something to be said for that. Yes, my parents put a lot of effort in. Yeah, they killed it. Good for you. Part. Yeah. Dave's so healthy emotionally and so well adjusted. Any here what I say for the most part, I mean any flaws of mine are my fault and not theirs. Wow, accepting responsibility. We don't really do that around here. Moving on. Can I go then? <laughs> okay. We're gonna move on to top five-ish. And this week's for me, the topic is top five-ish ways to relax or calm down. Wow. So let's just get right to it. One, paint by numbers. Two, take a walk. Three, talk to a friend. Four, take a bath. That's the top five just for me. Any Anything coming up for you with good ways to relax? Well, I or like calm to down? read, to you calm like to down, read. and, you know, listening to music or something. I, here, here to me is like the, if you can get to a place where like, doing the dishes calms you down then i think you've really that's like the place you want to be i know i don't mean you specifically i mean like a person i feel like my mom has that yeah i think she does yeah oh hi don't oh my god look at her um <laughs> but i guess or maybe not even calm down i think maybe that's worse well yeah that can calm you down yeah anything that takes you out of your crazy mind okay Moving right along. Uh, Are there no announcements? There weren't really announcements today because tie-dye doesn't really have specific announcements. But this next uh, segment will actually include an announcement. So this next segment is uh, questions. Uh, We don't have concerns today. We just have questions. And... As always, if you want to submit a question to the show, you definitely want to be subscribed to my text alerts. They're free. And I usually will send out a text asking for questions to people who have texted the words Esther Club 
to the number. The number is 847-648-9098. Text that number and also text the word sleepover to that number if you want to be alerted when the tie-dye drops, which it will be hopefully first week of December will be the first drop. Now, okay. is it considered mean if I encourage people not to sign up for the text messages? But why? I just think it it seems silly to me. I think there's worlds in which it's silly. Here's where it's silly is I don't personally love when you'll sign up for a celebrity's text and then they just are like, hey, how are you? And it's like fake. Uh For me, it's very much like targeted. Like I'm going to send you the alerts you sign up for if you want to know about the because that's the thing. The last time I dropped tie dye, I sent an alert to the people who signed up. And it sold out in five minutes. I know, but right. But this is why it's good for you. But people, (laughs) you don't understand. There's people who wanted it, but didn't get an alert because they weren't signed up. Right. Okay. Okay. You suck. (laughs) You suck. Okay. Okay. Questions. Chloe Fine asks, what did you think of Kinan... Canada. What? <laughs> Do you have it written in such a way? I have it written bad. Okay. I have it written Canad. Yeah. All right. I didn't put the A. What do you think of Canada's potato chips? Oh. I'm so fucking glad you asked this, Chloe. I hate ketchup potato chips. All dressed is my favorite potato chip I've ever had in my life. I brought it back home to my parents. My mom went crazy for them. I've been searching for them here in the U.S. I you can't, can't get them. I can't find them. You can't even, like order them from Canada. Yeah, but they're really overpriced. Okay. All dressed flavor ruffles is that's the best potato chip. I almost never even need another. But what does it taste like? What is that? Oh, I can't even explain it. It's like it's literally like if you combine barbecue with salt and vinegar with like sour cream and onion. It just has. But it's not overpowering. It's perfect. Emily Bernad, sorry if I wrote your name wrong, asks, do you watch a lot of TVs? What are the series that you're into? What do you watch, et cetera? Basically, she's pointing out that I don't really talk about TV shows I watch because I don't really watch a lot of TV. However, there is one series that I rewatched last week that was just blowing me away. I love it so much. It's one of my favorite shows. It is... The People versus OJ. It's on Netflix right now. It was on FX originally. It is so well done. I love true shows based on a true event. So I loved Chernobyl. I love the movie Titanic. I love these like these dramatic series that are based on real life events because I don't really like fantasy fake stuff. You think you get into the crown? I just am not a big British royal. Right. It's not really appealing to me. I'm sure if I got into it, but it would just take a lot of like trying. What about you? What TV series are you into? Uh, I just watched The Queen's Gambit. I thought that was fun and like it looked cool. I don't know. I last night made Dave watch a murder crime episode of TV with me. You want to tell people just like how you experience? How that was? You did not like it. We were first of all, the, the I think it needs to be said. I was like, "Can we watch? You could count on me because you've never seen it." And I just want to watch a movie with you, right? Mm-hmm. And you were like, "Oh, maybe." And then at like eight or whatever, you were like, 
oh, do you want to watch this new 2020 with me? It's like going to be really good. And I was like, oh, sure. Yeah, that's fine. I'll watch anything with you. And it turned out to be the most harrowing, sad, awful. I mean, it wasn't just a murder mystery. It turned into a murder suicide. I don't even want to say what the details are because it's so sad. But it was like the hugest bummer before bedtime I could possibly imagine. And Esther knew the story because she had listened to a podcast about it. So she knew what she was getting me into. I feel so bad. It was crazy. I feel and then she was like, sorry, but you were like halfway through, you were like, do you want to stop? And I was like, I mean, now I got to find out what happened, I guess. But it just got sadder. It's Ugh, weird because awful. true crime is so wildly popular that I I just that I've never I've never questioned my interest in it until you watched it with me and seeing your reaction I'm like holy shit maybe this is really fucked up because you reacted like such a normal healthy good-hearted person to it you did not like it at all well, it's there's something, you know, intoxicating about it or like interesting because it's so gruesome. But man, I don't know. At a certain point, like I don't understand how those people don't feel a little weird about like profiting off of this horrible stuff that happened. Well, I think some people are really good about giving back and like raising money for you know, people who are trying to find the killers, you know, there's definitely some right. philanthropic actions. I know, taken, but this but is not, I need you to stop rubbing your foot on the table because oh. it's just scaring me. The sound is not great. Right. I'm sorry. I don't I'm have sorry. great sound technology. I heard that. You mentioned that already. And I am sorry. I will stop rubbing my foot on the table. Okay. Cameron... Nadeau. It's interesting how quickly you want to move off of topics onto another. Did you have something more? Not necessarily, but it just is. I'm noticing that you just are always like, okay, that's done now onto this. Well, you're the one that left. You were like, you need segments. So I keep it going. I thought that's a good thing (laughs) I do. It's good. It's good. Sorry. Cameron Nido asks, have you seen Love on the Spectrum and did you love it? I chose this question specifically because I have not watched it. However, Mr. Dave. I loved it. I found it really beautiful and um you know i again worry a little bit about like were these people being exploited but i think in general it brought a great deal of like awareness and humanity to the autism community or the autistic community i'm not sure what the right phrase is um there's something like incredible about that show where it's almost like the artifice of a reality TV show, like, doesn't, they're not aware of it. I'm not sure if it's that they're not aware of it or, like, it doesn't matter to them. Like, they're so predisposed to, like, honesty and earnestness that I didn't get the sense that they were ever putting on airs for the camera. They're just so genuine, most of them. And so it's, like, beautiful. They're so, like forthcoming about like i'm looking for someone like this here are my insecurities i'm worried about this it's like and there's no like cheeky self-awareness or like trying to look your best they're just so real uh and it was like interesting i don't know 
Yeah, no, that's fair. Did we talk kidding. about this already? I don't know. I don't think so. Man, it was so good. I so like hope they all are happy. Did you watch some of it with me? I can't. A remember. little bit of yeah. clips of it, yeah. Yeah. I don't know what has happened to me in the last 10 years, but it's really hard for me to get into TV, especially reality TV. And I know this is going to sound like a brag, but I think it's that ever since I made a reality TV pilot and I saw how they do it, I cannot do it. People don't realize, and this doesn't apply to love on the spectrum, but I have my friend Clayton, who's obviously been on the show a lot. He keeps wanting me to get into Real Housewives and I try watching it and it's like, I can always tell when the producer just walked in and it said, ask them about this. Like, right. it just feels so artificial to me. I can't even do the Kardashians and I'm, I love them. I, I just, the TV shows, the reality TV shows are hard for me. Can't you just enjoy it as if it were scripted common, scripted TV or something? I like, can't. Why does, it make, why does it make a difference? I just... Is it like, is it that offensive that it's called reality TV and it's not real? Like, who cares? But it doesn't entertain... I don't know. It's something about knowing that and what they're trying to be something. Because I do believe that the characters, the people are being themselves mostly. But I just don't like knowing that, like, now they're having the... Because for us, it was like... It was like, now ask Sandy about his cholesterol. Like... But by the way, Sandy Danto has an album and it's free on Spotify. Definitely check it out. He's really, really funny. I know what Dave loves this, him. I love Sandy. He's so funny. Why is this glare behind me? I it's, feel like we're almost done. You're always, always putting me in weird light. You're fine. It's just okay. a lot of fidgeting for not a lot of sound technology. So just keep that in mind. Just sit. Have I ever told you, by the way, you know, I worked on a reality TV show. What? Shipmates. Tell us about 20 it. years ago. Well, the typical... The most typical, like, um, manipulation that I think is, like, the easiest to explain. This was a long time ago, so I'm sure it's become much more sophisticated what the producers do. But, like, it was a show. This was, like, my first job, and it was writing for basically, like, a show like Blind Date, but it was Blind Date on a cruise. So they would, like, be on a blind date for three days. And most typical thing was that they would be, like, the producers would say to the guy, like, you know, she wants to kiss you. Like she said, if you try to kiss her, like she wants that. And then would that be true? No. And then the other producers with the girl would say, like, you know, he really wants to kiss you, but he's not sure if you want to. She'd be like, yeah, I would kiss him back. So they would just like it wasn't like they were like forcing each other to kiss, but they would just like make sure or like egg each person on saying like they really want to kiss you. And then, like, talk to each other and be like, okay, they're going to kiss. So, like, you know what I mean? Like. I feel like we do that with donuts. Kind of like matchmaking, but in a grosser way. That's interesting. But that's what I'm saying is that, like, those shows are produced. Producers are poking, prodding, pushing. I don't know. And and that's actually one of the complaints I had with my reality project was like when we first submitted the first version of it, it was not produced. It was me and Benji with a camera and we just kind of shot our lives for real. And that's what like the people at MTV became such big fans of. And then when it became produced, it was like the magic was gone. I don't know. And everything's produced to some extent. But... Okay. I understand what you're saying. Okay, so I think we're about to ready to wrap it up. Did anything happen? I think a lot happened. 
I actually, there's so much more I want to talk about. I want to have you back on because I've been, what? (laughs) We didn't talk about anything. We sure did. Okay, let's do, we'll do the last question, which is very festive. Catherine Lemus asks, what's your favorite meal or side to eat for Thanksgiving? This question is so easy for me to answer. I've always been about the sides, even before I was vegan, before I was vegetarian, always about the sides. And for me, that's going to be, we're picturing a plate of mashed potatoes, Mm. a very tart cranberry sauce with whole cranberries in it, um, gravy and stuffing. And I want all four of those things very close together, mixing. You're getting some cranberry with stuffing, cranberry with mashed potatoes. You're just mixing it all together. Not like roll, not like completely tossed like a salad, but you're just, they're close. They're touching each other on the plate and you're definitely getting tastes of everything here and there. Wrong answer, but close. What The sides are great. You definitely, stuffing rules, mashed potatoes, sweet potatoes with marshmallows. Yeah. You no, need that. Not for me. Cranberry sauce out of the can. I used to like that. I, I used to be. I don't want it to be tart. I want I don't it tart want now. It. In my elderly years, I'm wanting it I want tart. it to be, I want the ridges, I want can right on the plate. And most importantly, you got to keep them separated. I don't want them, they can touch a little maybe, but I don't want my gravy getting in my cranberry sauce. I definitely don't want my, like, I don't know. That's weird. I don't want. You want your gravy and your stuffing and your mashed potatoes. Yes, you want your gravy on those. Yes, that's fair. Yes, you're right. All right. Well, you guys, thank you so much for watching Esther Club. Creamed corn. Ooh, can oh. we get some of that? Oh, my God. Yeah. That is so disgusting. Creamed spinach. That- no, it's so good. What are you talking about? Please comment below if you are a creamed spinach, creamed corn. Well, please come. Whose who's sire do you want? Have you ever gone to Lowry's and gotten the cream spinach cream? They're so good. I cannot think of anything more unappealing to me than a creamed vegetable, in particular, a corn or a spinach. The corn is a grain, but okay. You guys, that has been this week's Esther Club. It has. Thank you so much for listening. Please, please, please. I'm begging you, actually. Like this video, subscribe to the show, comment below. You were great. I think I think you pulled out all the stops. Um and you know, if you're an audio listener, thank you. Subscribe, do all the things. I really appreciate you guys. Please do all the things. It's a small show. Your support matters. Share a screenshot of you listening on Insta stories. I'll repost it. Follow at Esther Club Podcast on Instagram. And don't forget to text 847-648-9098. Text the word sleepover. Text the words Esther Club. And you will automatically be in all the loops you want to be in. Until next time.